Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it's Friday night, which can only mean we're betting on everything with wheels. What's going on, Philip? Hey, man. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Nice. Good, because I'm contemplating suicide. Oh. Uh, yeah, we just we just caught the reverse broom in the truck series. Doing these shows is always a lot more fun when we have a little more money in our pocket than what we started with. But there's four more races. We're betting on qualifying in F1, so that's five. And uh, we had a pretty nice F1 morning this morning and a nice weekend last weekend. So, you know, take the good with the bad. Steve, hmm. what's happening? What is going on? I just uh, walked over in a monsoon, so I'm a little wet still. Um, use that as you wish. <laughs> did Clip you, that if you want. Did you dab yourself off with crisp $100 bills? Well, I mean, if you want to get into that, then... Uh, <laughs> we lap, dude. This that. is your show. Right. Fuck everybody else. Yeah, so I'm, I had a nice DFS night tonight. As many people know, I play some DFS, and unfortunately, we... I had Zane Smith to win, as you know the rest of us did. But I also like to—I like uh, you know Kyle Busch to lead a lot of laps tonight. So I played him, and I played a couple other guys, and I came home with a takedown in uh, the Truck Series tonight. So that was pretty cool. I'm pretty stoked about that. For us non-DFS players, Steve, what's a takedown worth? Uh, it was a ten-dollar contest to enter, and I did about thirty lineups or so. So uh, I split amongst four guys for eight grand. Wow. So you get eight grand. Correct. Woo. And uh, yeah, Arch and I were talking pre-show and we decided that there should be an appearance fee of two thousand dollars, Steve, for you to come on the show. Oh, well, that's news. That's news to me. But, <laughs> but you have it now. So we'll uh, we'll just so uh, take it right six. off your hands. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, uh, it, it is what it is, I guess, you know, I mean, it. it it, it, I enjoy being in company with you guys. So enjoyed I guess, uh, past tense. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> I guess that if, if I got paid the fee, that's what it is, right? <laughs> oh no, I'm really looking forward to this next month. I'll tell you what. <laughs> but all right, so we have Xfinity tomorrow. We have Cup on Sunday, and there was some big news in the Cup Series tonight. And then we have Formula One on Sunday morning, and then we have IndyCar also on Sunday morning. So, Steve, where would you like to start? Yeah, we uh, got a lot to cover tonight, so let's just hop right into it, uh, correct? Yeah. So I guess we'll start. Uh, do you want to start with, are we doing F1 qualifying talk or just race talk? Uh, I'm sure that this the the shelf life on the show will expire before the F1 qualifying talk can Agreed. be useful. Yeah. So um, I guess just for qualifying, I guess just, I would say back Max Verstappen, we got him in uh, kind of early in. The week earlier, so I would say so. Play it from the win to pole. That's all I gotta say about that. Uh, so let's, I guess start with uh, Xfinity, right? Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Who do you like to win? I am a fan here of 
first, I guess you could say JRM looked really good at uh, at, at Vegas recently, and so uh, kind of going with a, a couple different manufacturers. So John Hunter, uh, he almost won Daytona, and then he followed it up, almost winning last week at Auto Club. So he feels like a strong play to me. So if you're going JGR, you can go John Hunter plus six hundred. If you're going on the side of JRM, you can go with Josh Berry plus 700. Uh, a note, Kyle Busch did win the truck race tonight. He's in the field tomorrow, but he was considerably less happy with the colleague car he's running in Xfinity compared to the truck he ran tonight. So, Yeah, I think colleague cars are mostly junk. And <laughs> um, I mean, he's he's an outstanding driver, one of the best in the world. We cashed the, an outright ticket on him last week. We made, I don't know, six units on that that card, so that was cool. Thanks, Kyle. We're fading him tomorrow. <laughs> um, yeah, does, Josh Berry, yeah. Does oh, rest ever factor into that? I mean, is he is fatigue? Is he too fatigued to drive another race like that? Do we know? Man, I guess we'll we'll see on Sunday because he, yeah. he, he drove tonight, he's driving tomorrow, and he's driving Sunday. Jesus. Well, I'll, I'll say this much. He did say he's getting older today on TV, so that could play a, play a role. And they're in Vegas, so... You never know how that goes, you know? Yeah, just to back you up on the Josh Berry uh, play, he's won twice here in uh, two different cars, and he's just overall just solid, solid, gets along with Las Vegas really well. I like this play. We uh, dutched the unit on those two guys. Um, Side note on Josh Berry, too. Um, He'll be driving Chase Elliott's car this weekend, so – He'll get a little bit more practice time in the Cup Series. And uh, so, not a big deal, but he will get a little bit of extra time on track. So, it's interesting. That is cool. That is cool. Um, top five, we have one. Justin Allgaier. Why do we like Justin? Justin Allgaier, uh, he, he's kind of been, I th- I talked about this, but he's been kind of hit or miss. But I feel like his uh, long run speed, uh, especially in practice, Seemed good. Uh, we know uh, historically, Allgaier has not been the guy that lights it up in practice. So he's probably putting himself in bad situations just to kind of see how the car is, see how it handles. So uh, top five feels very reasonable for Allgaier to get it done here. Uh, I just feel like he's kind of the most consistent guy. Can I can rely on the old veteran there, JRM. Yeah, yeah, I, I like Allgaier. Um, his his splits were pretty good. I you know I, I looked at his historical, um, uh, you know races along with the comparable tracks, and he he's just very very solid. He doesn't blow you away, but I think the top five at, at even money is really good, especially when we're getting extra value there for having KFB in the field. So, in fact, the the entire field was plus money to top five, except for for Kyle Busch. So I I feel like there's value all the way down the board. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. 
Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right. Um, did, did, am I missing anything for Xfinity Series? Uh, we have four head-to-heads. Okay. Um, I think I'm, they're probably at places I can't bet. Um, Superbook, right? Yeah, Superbook and bet 365. Um, but we can just touch on them. Uh, Allgaier over Kyle Busch, plus 155. That, you know, it's it's not a secret we move the lines. These are all nuked. These are all nuked by now. Uh, so they're all 15, 20, 25 cents worse. But we took Allgaier over Kyle Busch, plus 155. Barry over Allgaier, plus 110. Barry over Custer, even money. Austin Hill, Sammy Smith, even money also. Yeah, Austin Hill, um, I feel like this is kind of his kind of his year to kind of uh, make more of a name for himself. Um, Creed was incredible last week. His teammate, like, what an incredible save. Uh, probably going to be replaying that save for a long time. Yeah, yeah, dude, it was it was awesome. Arch, did you see it? No, I did not see it. Oh, it was incredible. So the guy was like sideways, and he and he was absolutely humming. I mean, it was a heater right towards the wall, and somehow he kept it out of the wall. It, it's awesome. I'll show you a clip, but um, you know, it it stinks because Auto Club is such a um, dependent on tire wear, and they just ran out of sets of tires for the last oh. the last caution. So I mean, he was. He might as well have hit the wall. It, it didn't really help that much. Ultimately, he just he went backwards like a like an anvil in the ocean. But it was an awesome save. So, uh, do we have anything else? I think that was it for Xfinity, Steve. No, I, I got a couple leans I want to talk about briefly. Give me the leans so I can submit them. So, 
couple guys that l- kind of stood out to me that uh, you might want to take a shot at. Um, Parker Kligerman is 40 to 1 on DraftKings, and he was pretty strong last week at Auto Club with that uh, big machine racing team. Now, I visited the RCR shop, and they are literally across the street, so we know that they have the support needed to uh, put good race cars out there. So. We know Kligerman's a very good driver. He's proved that in the truck series. He knows that's the out of trouble, get the car to the finish line. And I really feel like that's a necessity this weekend because we saw it tonight in the truck race. Caution after caution after caution after caution. So you have to be smart. I, until I needed one, and you that, didn't. That's that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I feel like he's, he's got the pace. If you look at Kligerman's lap times, he's um, – According to my, I call it predictive uh, model here, um, kind of uh, take lap times and like to drag them out a little bit to see what they got in the long run. And uh, Kligerman ranked out second in that in that uh, predictive uh, model there. So it yeah, was we pretty were, good, 40 to 1. Uh, just to get on your leans there, we, we were talking earlier this week about Kligerman, and I was like, I, sw- I swear I saw Kligerman head-to-head somewhere. I found it. It's on Bet Rivers. It's Kligerman even money against Riley Herbst. Oh man, that's the other guy I want to talk about. So, fuck. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about him then. I don't know, man. I would take plus one hundred. I, I think that's fine. But I do want to talk about Riley Herbst. That's my other lean to win. Um, Riley Herbst this year it's with uh, Stuart Haas again, with, and uh, he's got Cole Custer this year. I don't know what you're doing there. It's Submitted Kligerman. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Riley Herbst, he's got Cole Custer as his teammate this year. So for a while there, Herbst didn't have a teammate. So he was kind of just counting on himself to get better. And now he's that teammate, that former Cup Series driver, Cole Custer, coming back down. He's going to share a lot of knowledge with his teammate there in Riley Herbst. And uh, they bring good cars. So 40 to 1, he was third, if you're wondering, in my predictive lap analysis there so he, I mean, he got i he, it looks like he's got slightly better long run speed as well than kligerman so if you want to really play the long run game then herps could be your guy well i already submitted kligerman so let's go parker who else are you leaning anybody that's or it. is it that's it okay that, just want to throw in a couple long shots if you're interested i feel and... like I, I really feel like this week with carl bush these uh long you know these long shots get longer so you get i feel like you get more value and we've seen how bad kyle's car was today he had a tire rub he said he sure looked at the setup uh, and of the car before he went to racetrack so he was that he had some some bad things to say about that car hmm. yeah and it's it's not real fun celebrating chalk like you know all the guys that had kyle bush tonight minus 110 like, that's dumb. There's the you, minus one ten is like a Lewis Hamilton in twenty twenty <laughs> line. You, you can't bet that in a NASCAR race and be profitable long term, or even in the night when you go one and two minus one point eight five units. It, it just doesn't make sense to celebrate those kind of things. Hmm. Really, uh, really a little, little salty there. Don't <laughs> I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> but anyway, let's talk about Cup. All right, what do we? How, how about the uh, opening uh, opening lines here for the Cup race this weekend? Got some good ones, right? We did. We we opened with wagers on Daniel Suarez and Bubba Wallace. 
Uh, you got 50 to one on Suarez. And I got 40 to one on Suarez. And by the time I could type up the, the message in the book club, it was 30 to one, but it was widely available. And I still think that's a deal. It's like 25 to one now, isn't it? Yeah, we definitely got a good line on that. Um, I'm not sure what they were thinking here with opening Bubba and Suarez this long. Um, if you uh, remember last year, we had uh, Bubba Wallace. This was the race that he got suspended at Las Vegas. He kind of gotten into, uh, got into it with Larson there. He got run up to the fence. I really feel like he had a top three car that day. Uh, he just let, he just let his uh, emotions get the best of him real quick there. He just kind of turned Larson in the wall, took himself out of the race. They fought. Uh, you know, whatever, whatever. It's, it's water under the bridge. I feel like Bubba can come back here with a vengeance and uh, kind of show that he – maybe he raced with a chip on his shoulder this weekend, kind of uh, proves himself that he can get it done and uh, just – you know, come back and win the race. Who knows? I, yeah, I, I like Bubba, technically speaking. So in our comparable matrix, uh, he had a second place finish at Michigan, which is in there. He won at Kansas, which is in there. Uh, he's an absolute like boomer bust candidate because it's like 100%. first or second or 25th. So I think that's worth 40 to one. You have to have it on your card because if he does win or if he is fighting for the win, you're going to hate yourself if you don't have a 40 to one Bubba ticket in your pocket when all the indicators were there that this guy was a play on. Yeah, this is a guy that definitely wears his heart on his sleeve. He's a very emotional guy. So this is one of those guys that has a lot of upside, but also a very high floor. So I feel like this is kind of where you want to bet him is for the upside. Bingo. Uh, all right, so moving down the card a little bit, uh, Bubba Wallace stacked him, laddered him, top three, uh, 10 to 1. There was a 12 to 1 at Caesars, so uh, you can get that as well. And then we've got a bunch of top 10s here. Common names, Suarez, plus 115, Bet Rivers, Bubba Wallace. Why is he plus 230 at FanDuel? That's ridiculous. We, um, we really took advantage of uh, FanDuel's ineptitude last weekend, and we're looking to do it again here. There's Austin Dillon, plus 250, Austin Sindrick, plus 470, AJ Allmendinger, plus 550. Talk to me. All right, let's do this. So Suarez, we, we got to talk about Trackhouse Racing a little bit. Um, we got him for the outright, and we got him for a top 10. Uh, that's I, FanDuel is being really generous. Uh, I guess they don't mind uh, having us take their money, so we're going to take Suarez <laughs> here. <laughs> I mean, he was running inside the top 10, mostly the top 5 at Auto Club last week. Um, Trackhouse. I really feel like their intermediate program is the strongest in the series. Chastain, his teammate, led the most laps last week. And we're going to Vegas, which is uh, not directly comparable, but really, really, we're talking, you know, intermediate racing. You got to have them. So yep. Suarez plus, plus money, top 10 is a steal. Yeah, love that. And then, you know, we've seen some flashes from Austin Dillon. Cindric has is an interesting one, and so is Dinger. You want to talk to me about those two cats? Yeah, so we got Austin Dillon, uh, teammate of Kyle Busch. I feel like that's an automatic play as well because you got uh, you just got the equipment there. Really, I feel like Chevy is kind of stepping a game up this year when it comes to uh, the type of race uh, racetrack. Um, so you have to you have to kind of uh, follow Austin Dillon there. Cindric is interesting. He was really good here last year. Um, 
plus 470 is just way too long. You have two teammates there, Logano and um, Blaney. Uh, Logano is incredibly fast here at Vegas. Love this, love this place. Uh, same thing, um, Blaney. Penske, I just feel like is another, another one of the teams that uh, kind of uh, ready to uh, yep. show up. Yeah, for sure. So, Cedric yeah. plus 470, you just kind of get in the backing of the teammates there at a good price. Yeah, I mean, Blaney and Logano have had a lot of speed this year. And uh, you got to think that some of it will rub off on Cedric. So, that is, that's a good play. Now, the Dinger, this has to be a numbers play. Is that right? Plus 550? Well, for sure. But kind of a same deal here. Uh, if you look at what. AJ did at Homestead last year. He was running, you know, kind of a guy that was running up front from a lot of the day, especially towards the end of the race. Uh, I just feel like Dinger is a guy that you can rely on to really show the consistency. He doesn't have a lot of upside like Bubba does, but he also doesn't have a low floor. We saw him in the, in the Xfinity Series last year. Just He was just a top five machine. He's not going to go out there and win the race, but he's in uh, – Kind of a little bit of an older guy that kind of takes care of the equipment and just kind of gets the thing to the finish line. And all you need is a top 10 at plus 550 to get that done here. Yep. Love it. And then we've got, we've got a ton of head to heads here, Arch. Um, One of them see. was canceled. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're threading the needle with uh, Kyle Larson. So we've got Ross Chastain over Kyle Larson okay. and Kyle Larson over Kyle Bush. Oh. So, I mean, there's a lot of ways that that can go wrong. Um, but let, let's talk about it. So, so Trackhouse, we think, is head and shoulders above the field, right? And then Chastain, when I dug into him a little bit, Steve, he's got the most fast laps in our comparable matrix. He's got the mm -hmm. best average running position. He's got the most average laps led. And, I mean, this is in all of Cup Series, you know, with, with last year's uh, comparable tracks. So... I guess we're on to something here with Ross. Is he uh, he's a play on candidate if he can get the right number? One hundred percent. I mean, it, even if you look at Ross Chastain before he went to Trackhouse Racing, um, you look at Darlington. Um, I remember specifically when he was at um, when that team was still Chip Ganassi Racing. He almost won his first race at Darlington. You know that super high wear racetrack, kind of running that top lane. At, it's kind of going to be in play this week a little bit again, I'm sure. And at that middle top, it really, it's a, it's another racetrack where you you can run multiple grooves. So, I feel like Ross is just a very good race car driver, so he can figure things out. And uh, yeah, was, I feel good. Yeah. He, he was like my first favorite driver in NASCAR. Like when I was looking for somebody, like when we started this, when I was looking for somebody to start rooting for. The guy just drives like his hair's on fire all the time. And I just, I love that. So um happy to see him have some success. And I, I, I really hope he beats the snot out of Kyle Larson. And then we've got Kyle Larson over Kyle Bush. Yeah. So I, this is interesting because I, I feel like this is just a complete overreaction by the books. Um, when you look at what happened with Kyle Bush last week. So you see, he, you know, he, he won the race. Um, so clearly, the books see that and they kind of overreact to it. Kyle Larson on the other end, he had a mechanical failure. So he didn't really get to show his true pace. Um, a lot of people are talking about this. Um, he was very fast despite uh, 
not really being talked about. His, his pace was really, really good. His teammates were really good. Bowman, um, who, Chase Elliott was, was very strong. So that whole uh, Hendrick camp was had, had really good race cars. So I feel do like you, uh, plus 115 is uh, kind of a really good price here. Do you know who had the second most fastest laps last week? Uh, I'm going to guess it was Kyle Larson. <laughs> it was Kyle Larson, and he was 16 laps down. So hmm. guy had a friggin' hot rod. He was the favorite to win the race last week. I don't know if people were remembering that or not, but we're going to Las Vegas. Uh, I believe he won the, at this place last year. So he did. I expect Larson to have a very good car this week. All right, and I'll just run down the rest of them here. We got Joey Logano over Christopher Bell. Uh, now we're double dipping on Eric Jones. Eric Jones over Ryan Priest. Eric Jones over Ty Gibbs. And then my favorite matchup of the week, Noah Gregson over Ty Gibbs. That keeps our streak alive. We've played that three weeks in a row. We'll probably play it 36 weeks in a row if we can. Um, what do we What do we like here, buddy? All right, well, I guess to talk about Eric Jones a little bit. Um, Eric Jones, to me, feels like he's – the constant underdog every week. And it's, it's amazing to me that he's still the underdog even a year later. I mean, he, I'm looking at the numbers here for a uh, mile and a half racetracks. He ranked out 12th. So that's for the course of the whole year. He wasn't all that good at auto club last week, but I still feel like he's good enough to uh, kind of beat these guys in a head to head matchup. Uh, it was Gibbs and it was um, Ryan priest. Uh, Stuart Haas, I still feel like he's in, in really big trouble. Kevin Harvick is carrying, like, absolutely carrying the flag over there at that organization still. Priest hasn't been in hasn't been in this new car enough for me to feel comfortable playing him whatsoever. So Eric Jones, I feel like to me would be able to get that matchup um, yeah, taken care I, of pretty easily. I like betting on Eric Jones. Um... Because, like you said, we always get long odds. It's always a lottery ticket, and then he's in the mix sometimes. And sometimes it's better than not at all, right, Arch? Oh yeah, sometimes it's better than not at all. <laughs> right. I I say that to my girlfriend all the time, you know. Oh. Or she says that to me, or so I don't know. It's it's late. I'm tired, but we yeah. get the idea. You say though. that Thanks, to man. her as it well. Was, it was an innuendo. I I messed up the delivery. That's on me. Cool. I'll, I'll forgive you for it. Sorry. Thanks, buddy. You so forgiving. Uh, all right, cool. So, should we talk about Formula One? Absolutely. Or is there any, or is, or, honestly, Steve, you're a hard guy to get a hold of sometimes. So, I'm am just gonna, I? Yeah. So, I'm just going to ask you: Is there anything else on your radar that you see? Are there any leans that I can bet on while I have your ear? <laughs> I don't think so, man. I think that's all I got for now. I do want to. I do want to see uh, practice tomorrow. We do get practice this week. Hopefully, uh, you know. Hopefully it doesn't rain in Las Vegas, you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> so we can we, we can see these cars on the racetrack for practice this week. Cool. All right, so Formula One. Let's get into Formula One, shall we? Yeah. What do we? Um, I guess there's not a lot of matchups for the actual race, but we can talk about what you've seen so far. Yeah, we have a lot of talk, a lot to talk about with Formula One this year. I've been keeping up a lot with the off-season news and kind of where the teams are going, which teams are rising, which teams are falling. So I'm very excited for Formula One this year. I, I, I know I don't uh, talk, we don't talk about it too much on this show, but I do want to definitely get into it a lot this year. 
I'm excited that you're excited. What, what are you feeling on this, Arch? Oh, yeah. If Steve's pumped, I'm pumped. Okay. I was just actually just checking to make sure you were still there. No, no. I'm here. I'm just, I'm, okay. I'm just, I'm just listening to him talk about Formula Un. Formula Un. Love that. All right. So what, what, I know we locked in, we locked in Max to win. We locked that in earlier in the week. I think we got plus 140, something like that. Something like that. Plus 105, I think. I think oh, yeah. 105. We got yeah. him to win the poll, plus 140. That's, that's it. I'm just a bit of a moron. Um, and we've got Sergio Perez podium finish. Um, we got a, a like risk to win one and a half units on that. So that's a big play. And uh, what'd you see in practice today? What are you looking at in qualifying tomorrow? What do you expect in the race? Cause we bet Mercedes to win the constructors championship. We bet them to win, you know, over nine and a half races and that went to plus sixteen hundred as soon as the test happened. So we lost we lost fifteen dollars of value on that. Um, but what are your thoughts? I don't know. So like the off season is kind of crazy because these teams like to brag. <laughs> so these teams are constantly trying to one up each other. Like, oh, my car is better this week. And, you know, I found this in the in the wind tunnel this week. I found that you know I lost this here, but I gained this there. It's just like almost a trash talk between the teams. So it's really, it's really interesting just to hear what they have to say, especially before testing. And then what, ha- you know, you see them on track for testing and then kind of see where they really are at. So I felt like Mercedes really, really kind of had something for the field, but I don't, it, it's, it's obvious now it's going to take them some time to catch up. So for, for people who aren't familiar with formula one, the pecking order last year is kind of like Red Bull. It was then Ferrari, Mercedes, and then he had kind of like a midfield after that. So this year, I would say Red Bull, uh, clearly based on our card, are still the top dog. Uh, they got some uh, time taken away from them in the wind tunnel, et cetera, for um, going over the salary cap. So we're going to have Red Bull, I think, fall behind a little bit after the middle of the season probably where they can't make the car better but i feel like they're they're still so far ahead of the whole field right now that they're just fine so right now i just feel like red bull is the team in the back as like i said was as we indicated yeah yep and um so we we were expecting the mclarens to be kind of slow this year right and then lando goes out there and slams it into p4 in the first practice and uh you know alonzo was p2 which was kind of cool and then alonzo goes p1 in practice session two um you know and then you know the mclarens fell off a bit what do you expect going forward from you know alonzo he's like my favorite dude in formula one um i because he cashed so many top 10 bets for us last year it was an absolute atm but uh what do you expect from those guys yeah for sure so aston martin is kind of like the surprise team of the season uh, i mean they, they really just came out of nowhere in the test in the test set you know the testing and i would say last year there what maybe a top with alonzo they were a top six team at best for on, on raw pace lance stroll was kind of a top 10 guy if he got lucky and now you look at what happened in practice this week alonzo went on top of the board in fb2 lance stroll had an injury he fell off his bicycle and he's got some kind of problem with his wrist. He's out there. He's still putting the car in the top six. He's not even fully healthy. So 
really the gains that Aston Martin made in the offseason uh, have been tremendous this year. We're not supposed yeah, to looked- laugh at a European falling off his bicycle, right? <laughs> he was probably like reaching for the like the bell or to put something in the basket maybe a little, in the little, front. Maybe a little baguette. Yeah, a little baguette or French fries or um, <laughs> a piece of French toast or something. A, a Perrier water. Yes. He's having a fucking picnic out there is what it sounds like. <laughs> but yeah, I like the Aston Martins. They 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 um they seem to have a much better pro- uh, product than they did last year. Um, you know, which is kind of a shame because I, I like you know Seb Seb is like a hard not to root for kind of guy. And his wagon was just really slow last year. He's a good dude. Yeah. But I I like what I'm seeing from this Aston Martin team. It looks like there's some parity. So, I mean, we're guys, we thrive in the chaos. We, we, we're going to scoop some some long tickets this year, I think. I'll tell you what. Those, those FP2 times are very, very close. I think it was less – it was about a second between 1st and 20th if you looked from top to bottom. So – Definitely going to have a lot more teams in the running this year. So I really feel like Red Bull, Ferrari, um, Mercedes, once they get their, their, you know, their developments going, and then you have Aston Martin, all four, you know, those four teams can all be fighting for top eight spots. And then um, after that, you, you still have Alpine. Didn't really see a whole lot from them today. So I don't, I don't really know where they're at as a team. So I, I hope, to see, hope to see more in FP3 and, and qualifying tomorrow. From yeah, them. I think that's I think that's going to be very telling. They, you know, in those testing things where they ran 300 laps and more, they didn't slap a set of softs on it at all. And they didn't slap any softs on it today. So hard to really know what they have. Yeah. So I we, do want to go into uh, what kind of future we play. I, we got, you know, we have Sonoda over DeVries. This is a, this is strange to me because you had Yuki Sonoda. He's like the veteran over there at AlphaTauri. And uh, you had Nick DeVries coming in as the rookie this year for them. And uh, Sonoda was plus 135. So uh, we've gotten off to a good start with Sonoda this year. We, we got him in uh, the pre- in FP1 to beat the uh, DeVries. And we got him for the season. And I, and, it's been clear that Sonoda's had a little bit more pace to start to start the year. So that's a good start over there for him. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, um, you know, there's a lot of recency bias and when DeVries got the call last year, I think he got points in his first and only race. Right. So maybe that's what people are, are pointing to. Could be. Yeah, definitely. I, I think we saw good things out of him when he came in, uh, kind of, uh, stone, what is it called? Cold or whatever, you know, whatever. Um, it's coming yeah. in cold. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know what you're. Run. I don't know where you were going with that, but um, <laughs> it's just so hard to bet on these rookies. You know, I, I for sure they, they they had Felipe something in the booth today, and he was talking about you know the Formula E or whatever the step below is, and that the difference in the lap times was about twelve seconds per lap uh, at Bahrain. Which I did is, hear them to say that, yeah. Which is extraordinary. So, I mean, that just shows me that, yeah, you, you okay, you were fantastic in Formula E, and it's just a completely different animal now. So, I, I, I'm all about fading these rookies for the first few weeks. Yep, so uh, with that in mind, uh, good to see that we're on uh, McLaren under uh, under a win this year, so... We got that at minus 175, and uh, as we kind of suspected, the car looks a little bit slower than last year. Uh, obviously, that 
Oscar Piastri is, a, like you said, the rookie coming in this year. Probably not going to be a factor to win the race, but Lando Norris, we'll see how he develops as the year goes on. We, that guy, we know how that guy is a natural talent. That he absolutely drive a race car just about as good as anybody in the field. So, but yep. you only only do as good as your equipment. Piastri spent a lot of time uh, driving it off course. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, he he needed an SUV out there, or um, <laughs> I think Arch has a a truck that is his everyday driver. Maybe he could have borrowed that from Arch. That's true. There he is. Yep. Coughing fit. Don't mind me. Oh, I was just trying to work you in. That's fine. I'm, I don't feel I don't feel neglected. We're making okay. money. What the fuck do I care? <laughs> we we are we are, and we so. needed you here to edit. All right. Yeah. That stays in. <laughs> it, thank you, sir. All right. So what else? Anything? Yeah, we have George Russell uh, over eight, 18 and a half top tens. Mercedes was super reliable um, as far as the car goes last year. You always count on them to get to the finish line. So uh, they're going to have just 23 races this year in Formula One. So just need George Russell there to uh, not DNF basically four times the bet there. I feel like that can easily be done. So I like that play a ton. I have a lot of money on that prop. So he better get it done this year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mercedes did not struggle with reliability at all last year. So I, that, that feels like we're just letting DraftKings hold our money for uh, eight months or so, and then we'll get it back. But yeah. doubled. I hope they use my money wisely for, you know, invest in something, something good. And hopefully it's not shares of their own stock. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> Thanks for the layup. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so last one we got Sergio Perez over one qualifying poll. So Perez we may get is, that tomorrow. We could. I hope not because we have Verstappen, but maybe next week, right? Right. But so, yeah. Yeah, Perez showed a lot of pace to, uh, today in practice. So. Uh, I, I know he mentioned this year that Red Bull is going to try to kind of uh, make that race car more balanced between the two drivers and try to make it. They've set the car up basically for Verstappen and uh, what his driving style is like. Now, I know with the weight situation this year, they might have some more flexibility for uh, to put some more ballast in the car for Perez. And he, like, he, I, I believe he's, they're going to try to put more in the rear of that car to trying to uh, kind of cater to his driving styles. Hopefully uh, that works out for him. Yeah. I mean, um, it, he could throw a couple sandbags back there or something. I think that's, <laughs> that's what most people do in the snow. I'm not sure how that would pass, you know, F1 tech, but you know, I'm not an expert, not a math guy. Only when it comes to sports betting, you're a math guy, right? Bingo. I have lots of calculators for that. I cheat. The, uh, the abacus, I think you refer to use that tool a lot, right? I have an abacus. It's got beads, and you like slide them over, and then I have a sundial. Uh, you gave him I a Fisher-Price toy, Steve, and told him it was an abacus. <laughs> and then you gave me half of your bankroll to bet for you. So, <laughs> who's the idiot? Yeah. Cool. Do we have anything else? Did we play the IndyCar Championship Future yet? Oh, I'm, what is it, Erickson? Marcus Erickson. Erickson, that's correct. And that's what thirteen to one. Yep, over on there on FanDuel. I think he's maybe fourteen to one MGM or something. But I can't bet anything over there. So <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a bummer. <laughs> Welcome. 
So yeah, um, Marcus Erickson. He's he's. A, I'm always. I remember that guy as a guy that took that went airborne and then went on to win the race. So I just. He's a guy to me. He's he's always got gonna have fond memories of it, of him winning that race over there. So he's got a lot of talent. I just, I feel like this might be his year to kind of break out and uh, get it done. Uh, fourteen to one, Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers. Enough, there you go. Enough for me. I just hit submit. We're in. All right. Anything else you need to cover today? Uh-uh. Um, no. I think I'm. I think I'm pretty good. Arch, do you have anything that comes to mind? No, I think we we covered all our bases. Awesome, Arch. We, yo, are you going to the F one race in Canada this year? Um, I I don't know, Steve. Depends on how much Mark- money you make us this weekend. <laughs> Mark it down. I mean, F one races though. Uh, you gotta you gotta dish out the money. Uh, they're not they're not cheap to go to. Well, Steve, um, you're putting pressure on yourself. Well, I mean, that's true because the United States has four races this year. We have Miami, Texas, uh, Vegas. Maybe it's three. I think that's. I think it's three. Yeah, it might be three. Yeah, it's three, Montreal uh, Grand Prix. And the the cost for a ticket to go to the one in Las Vegas, I believe, is over three thousand dollars. <laughs> how how much is that compared to like going to the Super Bowl? I would say it's about the same, right, Arch? Yeah, I think you could probably get in the Super Bowl cheaper. Three grand. Yeah, like give me a shit seat at the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, you got to think the track is two miles long. It's through Las Vegas, and it's you're going to charge me three grand. Like, <laughs> well, I'm sure you can squeeze me in somewhere. He's had the same talk about <laughs> well, call girls in Vegas too. So. You got you got to think of it this way. You, you're going to be sitting at a slot machine losing money while you pay for a ticket. Think about that for a minute. Yeah, it's, that's that's too much. A lot of working girls in Vegas, Arch, to get back to your to get back to your previous comment. A lot of single mothers out there just trying to make a living. <laughs> they need support too. <laughs> that's right. Like with the snap cards on the uh, on the strip. You know what I'm talking about? Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.